0: What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can and I know from experience. I'm Lo and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Listeners, it's Lowe. Thank you for tuning back into Love Yourself Inside Out the podcast. I mean, every time I say that, it just feels a little more magical. Thank you for the support and joining in. So, last week we talked about all these visions and how you could really come up with like your life plan, kind of like the vision board was one way, whether it was a list, whether you needed to voice record, but really digging into. You know, where were you in your past and where do you see yourself in your future? So moving it forward, writing that story of like what's to come because every single day we are here on this earth, we get to make decisions and choices that write the next page in our narrative. That next chapter is being written now. So it really doesn't matter what happened before. I mean, yes, it influences. It obviously like leads into who you are today and the person that you know needs to take those steps forward but it doesn't define what the future has in store and loving yourself is like giving yourself the space to figure out what it is that you want people to know about you how you want to live that life and what are the goals that you have and it's deciding that for you not letting outside influences or other people define that for you or tell you what they think it should be. I mean, yes, people are going to give you comments. They always do. It's so easy for people to give comments. But remember a few times ago I said, like, put on those lens, like somebody else's lens and try to give them advice based on them living their life, not you interpreting what's going on in their life and how it would be in your life and what you would do. Like, you can't do that. You've got to really turn it into like, okay, what is best for them, not what I think is best for them. And that's what we're talking about today is this narrative. You know, we go through life and people are telling us, oh, hey, great job here. Or, oh, you didn't do so great there. Or they're saying things like, you know, I know you're wearing your hair curly, but like it looks so much better now that it's straightened. And no, I'm not making that up. When I was at our prior job, somebody actually said that to me. I think they thought it was a compliment. I mean, at least that's how I'm going to I'm going to give them that. I'm going to think they thought it was a compliment, but it was like, whoa, like, who are you to tell me that my hair looks better flat ironed than it does when it's naturally curly? And the thing was, she knew my hair is naturally curly. And sure, I wear it straight a lot. But it was kind of like who gives you the power to say that to me? And why should I now think that my naturally curly hair is not that great? Like if I don't think it's that great, that's on me. But for somebody else to tell me it wasn't, I don't know. It just really rubbed me the wrong way. And it's like, if I hadn't built the self-love over all those years and really worked on myself to really be like, okay, you know who you are. You are okay with who you are. You are proud of who you are. And in fact, you love who you are. I might have done what I used to do in the past and I might have heard that and let it sit because clearly here I am like, you know, years later repeating it still. But it's like, I would have really internalized it more than just like, hey, it's in my memory. It's stored there. I would have internalized it and I would have been like, curly hair is bad. My naturally curly hair is bad. People don't like my curly hair. And then I would have started saying one day, you know, I don't like my curly hair. Jeez, I wish I had straight hair. Look at her hair. Her hair is clearly naturally straight. It looks really good. Like that's where it could have gone. One little comment like that could have spun over time into me telling myself, like, you weren't born with the right hair. And it sounds kind of silly, you know, me saying it like that, but it's really true. Like when people say things to you, and if you don't have your guard in place or like you haven't built yourself up enough and you're a little down or something it's like those things really can like dig in and they like sit there and they grow and you start believing them because you keep repeating it to yourself you're so stuck on what they said because it was so mean or it just it hurts you for whatever reason and it can be the tiniest thing but it like sits there and I've had that where like I mean there are some things i can remember exact conversations and it's like they like just sit there and replay in my head for example i was told by somebody once wow for the amount of food that you're eating you sure look like you eat like a lot more you would think you would eat a lot more and it's like okay hold on let me think about this they're implying i'm not eating a lot but I look heavy enough to where I should eat more. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was kind of this weird way that it was said, but it was like, I really think about it. They're telling me that I look like I should just sit and binge eat all day. Like that's, that's the impression they have of me. It's like, wow, that really hurts. And that one actually did. That one did stick with me for a little while and it did do some damage, right? Because I, have shared before, like I really struggled, like this up and down roller coaster of loving myself, fake loving myself, hating myself, telling myself I wasn't good enough. I was the number on the scale, I was this and that. And so even with all the self-love work I had done, this that particular comment came at a time where I wasn't fully into true, authentic, genuinely loving myself. I was like getting there. The work was happening but it definitely sent me on a backward spiral. I mean, it definitely sent me backwards. So never feel like something somebody said is too trivial or too small to impact you. All of it can. Like like I said, the, the curly hair comment could have like taken me down. It really could have. I'm, I'm glad it didn't because I was in a much different headspace when that one was said to me. But it can, it can totally derail you. And what that's doing is giving other people power to define who you are and how you're going to proceed in life. Like they're telling you, Hey, this is what you need to believe about yourself. And guess what? Because I told you it, you're going to sit there and think about it. And then you're going to start believing it. I mean, it's insane to think that that happens, but it, it does all the time. And people are saying things and passing judgments without even realizing it. It's like, it just comes so naturally. it's like, One of my biggest pet peeves is when people are on weight loss journeys and somebody says, Oh my gosh, you lost so much weight. You look so good. And I know it's a genuine, like they're happy for them. They want to cheer them on. They want to root them on and tell them they're looking great from this journey. But at the same time, it's like you're reinforcing to them that they looked maybe not so good before. Like you look so good. Now you You look great now. Oh, you've lost weight. Look at you now. Like you're the same person. And sure. Maybe you're smiling more. Maybe you're feeling a little, you know, stand a little taller, things like that. And things are happening, but it's great to give people compliments when they're succeeding, but it's like throwing in that now, or it's happening to you now. It's like, we we have to drop that and just celebrate like, Hey, you look like you are so happy. Like, Things must be going good for you. So proud of all the steps you're taking in your life. It is complimenting them on all the success from that weight loss journey, but it is not telling them that the past was bad. What they're moving away from was negative. There's no negative connotation with you celebrating the positive in their life. So just something to think about because you also help write other people's narratives, right? If you're giving compliments or feedback things like that but when you're feeling aligned with yourself right you're feeling good positive you're loving yourself things feel amazing you're able to step into that power that you have inside you know you listen to your intuition you know what's right you're going you're going and it's kind of like the I am rubber you're a glue thing right we all know that saying like I'm rubber you're a glue whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you It kind of feels that way because somebody might say something to you and you're like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate, you know, or maybe you don't appreciate, but, you know, thanks. But I don't believe that. You don't even have to believe it. You may never tell them you don't believe what they said, but you're so confident in yourself that you know, like, hey, this is my story. This is what I'm writing for myself. That doesn't align. I don't have to accept it. And, you know, you're constantly realizing, ooh, this new thing could maybe be me. This is maybe part of my future story. Like, look at this excitement ahead and you're cutting down the things that don't define you. Like you're cutting out the, my size doesn't define me. Maybe it's the acne that you had. Maybe, you know, it's the crooked smile. By the way, I do have a crooked smile and there were times in my life where I hated it, but I actually love it now because nobody else has my exact smile and I get around the world nobody really has the same smile but mine's extra special in that way and you know it's part of me i love it now but it's things like that like you don't let those little quirks be a negative anymore like you embrace all uniqueness that you have you realize that it's really an asset and that it just means that you're more unique or different and it's a good thing it's a good thing that we're all unique and different And really being able to embrace that when you are good with yourself and you're really appreciating who you are, you're able to be positive about all of that. On the flip side, when you're not aligned with yourself, you're easily persuaded by outside influence. Like things like jealousy might be a good word for it. Like, oh, they have that. I wish I had that. Why don't we have that? Let me go spend the money to go buy what they have because... I want to be just like them. I mean, I fell subject to that a lot, especially like I would say those college years in my early 20s for sure. And the funny thing is my last name is Jones. So I mean, keeping up with the Joneses, right? Like people should be keeping up with me, but really I was like, isn't there another Jones out there that I could aspire to be? I mean, that's a horrible thought, right? Like that I actually was thinking I needed to be somebody I wasn't, or like the things somebody else liked, because I was lacking my own self confidence and my own self worth. And I thought, like, having this materialistic, or doing my hair like them, or buying the same shirt, or I mean, you name it, whatever it is that you're picturing right now, where you've been like, let me be like them, or let me have what they have. You know what I'm talking about? It, that's an insecurity speaking, and it's like manifesting itself in a way of like, this is my quick fix. If I do this, I'm going to have this like a status symbol, you know, like let me get this cool design or something because it's going to mean something. Or, you know, I used to be really high on going to Starbucks all the time. I was like, I've got the gold card. I mean, I took the picture. I posted it on social. Oh, I've been a member since blah, 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 blah. Like I was totally weird about it. Like I told anyone who would listen that i had that gold card and what did it mean that i spent a lot of money on expensive coffee i mean that when we boil down to it that's what it means like sure starbucks is sometimes seen as a status symbol and yeah i still go but now i'm like oh my gosh how much am i spending today okay this is more of a treat than a daily thing but there was a time in my life where it was like really important for me to communicate to people that i had the starbucks gold card yeah Right? Like that, that was the thing that made me feel good about myself that day. It's kind of crazy though that, that something like a plastic card that I carried in my wallet that meant I spent a lot of money at a coffee chain actually was giving me a positive vibe about myself. Like it was trying to help me build in comparison to like now when I'm like, oh, I can really listen to somebody else, I can tell them great advice back or just be that sounding board and not give them any advice, but just let them vent to me and I can help improve their day by doing that. Do you see the difference in the weight of those things? Like plastic card in my wallet, that means I spend money on coffee versus I'm helping somebody else feel better. That's what I mean by self-worth and loving yourself more. When you love yourself more, those little things don't matter as much are not the things that are changing somebody else's day, improving your life, feeding you with the fuel you need to like continue to be positive, continue to grow, continue to keep pushing yourself to just be this better version of you. I mean, we can always be a little better. Nobody's ever perfect and mistakes get made. And sure, there are going to be days when I maybe it won't be a Starbucks card. It will be something else, though, when I'm like, yeah, I have this. Like, I am so cool. Like, I know it's going to happen. In fact, it kind of did because I recently, oh my gosh, I totally did this recently. Um, I've recently decorated my cube as like the real housewives design. Like I told you, I'm kind of a reality TV junkie. So I bought the diamond that you know Beverly Hills holds in their hands. I bought the apple. I bought the orange. And then I did meet Brandi Glanville at one point during her wine um tour when she had launched unfiltered blonde she actually was in california um at a place in redondo beach and through a tweet that i did i won access to like this event so i have pictures from it and a bottle of the wine still um that she signed but it's like so i had this picture then i went on to etsy and i bought all these cards of like the different housewives from those three franchises of their like sayings and I decorated my cube like that and I like couldn't stop telling people look at my cube look at my cube so see like even when you love yourself you still do some things like that I guess it's human nature but like I'm laughing at myself now because I probably annoyed people like I feel like I should go back to work and apologize (laughs) like that's kind of where I am like I hope I didn't annoy anyone but that's what I mean like you get so stuck in these little things that you think are giving you these boosts when really you're like Great. I stuck some stuff in my cube. Looks cute, but like did I need to like announce it to the world? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Not perfect. I am not perfect. Nobody is perfect. But when you're aligned, you realize these things and you're like, "Oh my gosh, look what I just did. How embarrassing." Or mm, maybe next time I'll like you know take take it down a notch. I'll let them see it in my cube like I don't have to tell them to come to my cube. But when you're not aligned, you know, you just keep going with it. Like Starbucks was everything to me. And it was like, yeah, I carry a coffee every day to work. Like, it's so weird that that's what I identified with or thought was like my thing and like what was so positive about me. So when you're not aligned, you know, negative self talk also ramps up, right? So you're feeling a little off, you're feeling down. And it's like that voice in your head. We all know the voice. The voice exists for everyone. I don't care who you are, there is a voice in there. Sometimes it's a lot quieter, right? Like, but it never fully goes away. Like I said, we're not perfect. You're never going to get to this place where you're like, oh, I'll never feel bad about myself again. I mean, I wish we could. That would be like amazing, but it it won't happen. It just, it isn't feasible because we're human. We're going to go up and down. There's journeys. There's things that are going to make us go super high and feel so great. And then things that are going to suck us back down. But when you hear that negative self-talk, you know, like it's telling you you're not good enough. You're not good enough here. Overcompensate here because you're going to distract from this because you want people to focus on that. I think that's kind of what that Starbucks card was to me. It was like, I feel so not good in my skin. I feel like I'm overweight. I feel like I'm less than, I feel like people only see me for my size. So, hey, look, I accomplished this great thing. I got the gold card. Like, See, it's like you're playing, I don't know, what, a magician in a way? Like you're, you're hiding one thing and like really building this other. So that's what happens when you're not aligned. You just, you doubt yourself. You know, you're going on these things. But it's like you can get to alignment. Like it's not impossible for anyone. It's going to take time and it's going to take work. Like no joke, it takes a lot of work and you're going to, mess up you're going to slip back you're going to have bad days and you're going to be like down on yourself but the more you start to like feel more aligned and a little more positive you're going to surround yourself with people who can help you help you get there like they're going to be that sounding board they're going to be that listener that you need or the one who gives you the hey you're doing great hang in there keep going you know they're going to be a cheerleader for you but in cases where people are writing your narrative for you and they're not helping you, you know, they might try to tear you down. I hate to say it, but it's true. They might like see your weakness that you're not even realizing you're exuding. They're going to pick up on that. and They're going to keep, oh, yeah, you know, let me say something that's just going to make her feel a little more uncomfortable about that. Almost like that common right like if I had been down that could have really taken me down like telling me that straight hair was better than curly knowing I have curly hair. Something tiny like that but like they're going to help me write this narrative about myself where it's going to be like okay well obviously I see that they want what I have so oh let me just say oh you know at some point you might be able to get this too or oh I have this next great thing going on like They're going to feed you full of things that you may not be able to get to right away or you may feel like you're lacking and it's like the jealousy is going to continue to grow. You're just going to keep going into the cycle. Somebody may tell you that thing about like, oh, you look like you should eat more or, you know, that outfit's not that flattering on you or, yeah, I like this better about you or they're just going to pick up on these things and figure out kind of how to drag you down. And the thing is, you're just going to keep hearing the negatives. You're going to pull apart what they said, even if it wasn't that bad. Like, let's say it wasn't that bad. Like it was an okay comment. It wasn't the best comment, but it was just kind of like a neutral comment, right? Like it wasn't necessarily a dig, but you're going to sit there and you're going to say, Ooh, they just said this about me. They just told me I was this. You're going to take it out of the context of what they said. You're going to feed it to yourself. And that little negative self-talk voice is going to be like, halo guess what you're really not that great you know like nobody cares that you have the starbucks card you know nobody cares that you're doing whatever it is you're doing you really don't look that great your hair does look better straight than curly like they are just gonna drag drag and drag and pull it down and like that negative self-talk is going to take all that and it's going to keep spitting it back to you. I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Like you might as well just get used to saying I'm not. No, I can't. I give up. I want what they have. I can't have it. Like, Letting other people's comments write your narrative turns into this downward word spiral. Even in cases where people give you compliments and things like that, Like, it's still them writing your narrative. What if they tell you they think you'd be, oh, I think you'd be a really great public speaker. I think you'd be amazing at it. And you're like, I don't even like to stand in front of the room, even if I'm not talking. You know, like, they're putting it into your mind. Like, they think this is what you need to do. But really, you're like, that doesn't even align with me. But they think I should do it. Why can't I do it? why Why can't I be that great public speaker? They think I should. And people are well-intentioned. It's not like people are there to always like knock you down. And I know talking about negative self-talk and other people writing your narrative, it seems like everyone's out to get everyone. And that's not the case at all. But it's when you're not in the right mind space, everything people say can feel like an attack or like a majority of it, or you start to internalize it that way. And you just start writing this story that's not you, but it's becoming you because you don't know how to stop it. And so practicing self-love, you know, really figuring out how to practice it means that you need to identify the things you're telling yourself now, but you need to identify are any of those things not something I originally told myself, like did they come from an outside source? So, there's a few steps on like how to take your narrative back. The first you really want to think about, did somebody else say that to me? And I am now saying it to myself. Did it come from another idea? Was it outside or was it even something I watched or heard on the radio? And I all of a sudden compared myself to it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm not that. How could that person be that? I should be able to do that. Anything where you like questioned it or you're like, Oh why am I not this or how am I not being like this person or why am I not keeping up here? Like any of that stuff where it was something outside of your own internal intuition, your own internal gut that is driving you thinking that, you need to jot it down or put it something like, or bring it forefront of mind, like whatever it is, if you're you know, driving right now or whatever it is, just think about those things. Okay, yes, this right here, somebody mentioned this to me. That wasn't really from me. I didn't used to think that way about myself. So you start identifying. And the minute you identify and you start like dissecting it, it takes the power away from it. It like removes that piece that made it real to you because it's like, wait a second, that wasn't real. I didn't really believe that before. Why, why do I believe that now? Like something that was so easy to just accept and like you turned it into like, yep, I feel this way, all of a sudden becomes... Like this foreign object, like it's no longer part of you. You've identified it, you're isolating it, you're getting rid of it. Then the next step, so step two, is coming up with three things that you love about yourself. Let's repeat that again. Come up with three things that you love about yourself. And depending on what mind space you are in, in your journey of self-love, this can be very challenging it can be pretty hard. Like there are times where I have cried over things because I've thought about it and I'm like, I don't know what I like about myself. You know, like I was in this space and I, you know, would sit there and can I even think of one thing that I like about myself? Like there, I'm not going to lie. There were days where literally that was it. Like the, when I've mentioned in the past that I was literally crying for like an hour before leaving my house to see people, you bet at that moment, I could not think of one thing that I liked about myself. Like to get to that place where I didn't even want to see friends who've known me, they've seen me before. We probably went out like the week before or the month before, you know, like it wasn't like they, they hadn't seen me. It wasn't like we hadn't done something recently. But in those moments when you were just so low, no, it, it's Nearly impossible to think of one thing that you like about yourself. And it's horrible and it's hard to digest that because everyone is amazing. We are all unique. We all bring so many unique things to the table and different perspectives and ways to look at life. We all have different looks. We have different gifts that we offer to this world. And that's what makes us great. And in the moments when you can't recognize that, Like, wow, like when you're out of it, you feel bad for the person you were at that time. Like, I don't even recognize the person who was crying on the, you know, bed. I can see her very vividly in my memories. Trust me, like those moments and that feeling, like right now, I even feel like tears coming to my eyes because it was a really bad time. And talking about it just brings up like I can start to feel it again. And it's like, I'm so far from that. So that's why like this next step is so crucial, coming up with three things. So let's say you're in a negative down space and you can't come to that decision on your own right now. Ask somebody who you truly trust, who you know has your best interest at heart. Say, hey, listen, what are three things you love about me? And I know I just said if people give you compliments and you're letting them still write your narrative, but if you're in a spot where you really can't do it yourself because you know, you're know, you in that space, rely on somebody who's trusted, who's going to give you three simple things. Because if you can start to believe those positive things about yourself and allow them to help you rewrite your narrative, you're going to get to a place where you can think about the three things on your own. But once you think of those three things, keep them present because they're going to eventually start rewriting all those pieces that you identified as like you didn't say that about yourself. You don't want that as part of your narrative. It's something you're taking out and you, now you're replacing it. So you're like doing a swap. But three is a good number. Three is easy to come up with. Three is easy to remember. Like you can just keep repeating the three. And eventually could grow to more. I mean, you could do 50, but I really suggest starting out with three. Third, like I said, put them somewhere where you, where you will see them daily. And maybe that's, you set an alarm at a certain time and you say it because you're not a writer where you don't want to write it down and post it somewhere. You're more, hey, it's in my mind. I just want these to be personal to me. I don't want them out there. Set like an alarm for you to just recite them to yourself once a day. But do something that makes you really practice them because the more consistent you are, the more it's going to stick, right? Like you're building a habit of telling yourself, three positive things a day. And yeah, they're the same ones over and over, but like the more you tell yourself, the more you're going to believe. The more you believe, the stronger you get. The stronger you get, the more you love yourself, the more love that you have for yourself, the more you can help others. So it's this whole cycle of just really growing into this amazing person. And even if you're really like, hey, I love myself as I am, you can always love yourself more. Like I said, you can help other people, The more you love yourself, the more confident you are helping others love themselves because you're looking at things from a positive perspective and really trying to like bring people up around you and bring yourself up. So loving yourself is just, it's an amazing thing. And when you can do it, it feels amazing. So keep working at it. Shut down that narrative. Next time you're out or you're talking and you hear things, like start to like just hear and be like, ooh yeah, nope, not going to take that one in. I'm practicing these three things today. Like you're going to start identifying. And yeah, some of things people say might rub you the wrong way. Some you'll be like, ooh, that's amazing. But you've got to decide like, is it really part of your story? Is it part of your journey? Is it part of that vision that we put down on these boards, like the vision board? Or is it part of that list? Is it your goal? Is it who you want to be known for? You know, it's your life. It's your story it's your narrative. Own what you decide to own and be that person and just go with it because there's no right or wrong here. You owning who you are is the best thing and the best gift that you can give to yourself. So just keep going. Try it out. I hope you have so much fun figuring out what you love about yourself. And thank you for tuning in and join me next time. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me. Lo, want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM, let me know what you wanna hear or what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.